Tyler. Yes. Remember that Resident Evil reboot? I do. So it looks like we got uh, a couple of new tidbits about it. Seems do like tell. it is going to kind of tell the stories of the first and second game, if I'm reading this right. Well, that's good. And kind of be an adaption of those two games and not really do its own thing, which I think that's all right. Yeah, I honestly would like to see like a, a TV series or franchise or movie or whatever actually play out according to the game. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the other things he kind of talks about too is wanting to get the tone of it right. And he kind of talks about, and I don't know if you played it or not, but the Resident Evil 2 remake game. I did not. Um, I played a good chunk of it. It's actually, it's quite good. Um, but it it has like a very like kind of frightening, like uneasy, scary tone. And he kind of references like kind of want to make it like that where it's like raining all the time and it's dark and you can't really see anything. And it's like that kind of horror, which fuck, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is cool. I, uh, I'm real curious how this turns out. Yeah, I'm, I am, uh, I'm as well. Because those also- last live action Risen and Evils were something else. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really care for them. The first few that came out, but then after I was like, I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not, not too much information. It was just a couple of little tidbits about it. So, What I am curious about, though, is how, like, in our next one, our next little news story here, we're seeing that season one of The Last of Us on HBO is going to adapt the first game, but it's yep. going to deviate greatly So from some episodes. I read that and was a little concerned, too. But, like, the more I read about it, the more I think it kind of makes sense. So, the, like, Neil Drunkman, the guy who directed the games, kind of says, like, the core story of the game is staying, but, like, not all the, like, they're adding dialogue, I think, is Mm -hmm. what I'm gathering. And he kind of explains, like, like the reasoning where he says like when you think about the video game like you've got to make the game fun for people to play right yeah so like there's you got to kind of introduce an action scene you know with all the cutscenes and stuff like that right and he kind of says like with the tv show like you you don't have to do that so you kind of have to have parts where it's like here's dialogue that adds to it versus like in the game this part would just be like shoot some guys right yeah so I think that's kind of where he's coming from is like, like, I don't think he's saying like, oh, we're going to deviate like completely from the game. Like, I think he's just saying like, and I, who knows, we're not going to know until we see this, but I think he's just saying like, we're adding dialogue, which I don't know if they do that right. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm <laughs> curious. I definitely like reading that headline was concerned, but that makes total sense. Yeah, so it's 
Yeah, it's weird, like, because that headline is very, like, clickbaity, where it's like, oh, man, they're going to totally change the story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but when you read it a little bit, I think, you know, it's like... And he kind of gives an example where he's, like, moving away from, like, hardcore action, you know, which is what the game does, right? And he says, kind of pivoting into, like, more character drama and, like, you know, kind of backstory. And it's like... Yeah. So that, like to me, that that almost seems like it's 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 a good sign where it's like you can get more kind of character development, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but it seems like this is coming together rather quickly, though. I'm I'm very very excited for it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I I really hope this. I really hope this is good, and I think it will be. Because it's got all the right, it's got all the right pieces lined up. It's, you just gotta put them together right. So yeah, hopefully they don't fuck it up. Yeah, you know, listen, HBO, don't Game of Thrones this. Ugh. We will. Ne- you you think people were pissed at the Game of Thrones ending? Ruin that great story, and you you will have fans angrier than ever. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. And then remember a few weeks ago, CBS was going to make that True Lies show. Yeah, something that they fucking never should have. But yeah, so they're moving it off cycle to give producers more time. And there's really not more to this other than I kind of hope it just stays off cycle. I I genuinely I don't think they're they could give producers enough time to make this highly successful like they're hoping. No, personally, this is, but that's that's just my hot take. No, I I agree. Like this is a, a classic case of taking a great movie and trying to just milk it out of a TV series, and it's like it's a great movie. It doesn't need to be anything more than that. Yeah, and it it shouldn't be. A fucking CBS is doing what CBS does. Making yeah, just, them just stick to Big Brother. Yeah. Just give us Big Brother and that is it. <laughs> and then all of your stupid ass cop dramas and fucking ambulance dramas and hospital dramas and then they all tie together. Fuck. Fucking network TV. Yeah, I don't watch any of that stuff, so neither do I. We are not the audience for that. No. I am excited here, though, that Jamie Foxx is going to play Mike Tyson in a limited series. Yes. Uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua, who directed the Jake Gyllenhaal boxing movie. This should be good. Yeah. I, I feel like someone was to be like, who do you think should play Mike Tyson? Like, I don't know if anyone would come to mind, but hearing Jamie Foxx is like, yep, that's it. End the search. Yep. That is absolutely I, it. I can't think of anyone better to play Mike Tyson. Yep. I am so fucking hyped for this project. And like we talked about it, I think it was last week or the week before, like boxing is my favorite sport. I did it for years. I love boxing movies. And it's like Jamie Foxx is Mike Tyson. Antoine Fuqua, the guy who directed, uh, oh fuck, why can't I think of that now? The name of it. Southpaw? Yes. You know, which I loved. Him doing a Mike Tyson story. Like, Here's my fucking money for the ticket. Give me the movie. Like, 
this is the only pitch I need. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be very, very well done. Yes, and you know, Mike Tyson has he has he's had a life that could easily be made into a movie. <laughs> he has had some ups and downs and some crazy stuff happen. So, oh boy, has he ever? You know, and yeah, and he's also coming out of retirement to box again, which is absolutely fucking crazy. As a side note, I, yeah, I, don't I, I I remember him actually talking about that on on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever seen the video of him training, but for given his age, it is like absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Like fuck. But That's... what I find like super interesting about this project though with Mike Tyson is he's not on board. Right. Like he has like it's technically an unauthorized miniseries, and he's actually against it. And I wonder if that's because they're maybe gonna tell some stuff that doesn't make Mike Tyson look good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mike Tyson has maybe done some shitty stuff in his life. Maybe. So that might be why. But definitely interesting. Like I'm excited, and I think this has a lot of potential. Yeah, I, I, it definitely is odd that they're going to do this, and Mike Tyson is actually against anyone doing this. Yeah, I'm just reading down the article, and it says Tyson came out strongly against that series, and I'm just going to open up that article to see what he says. I think he's more pissed because like they're doing it and they're not giving him any money, which that makes total sense. Yeah, I suppose because they're like someone could like, well, I mean, if you're a public figure, I guess you could do whatever you like. I don't know. And and well, and to be honest, like this could be a case of so back when like Mike Tyson would have been in his prime and boxing was not the shit show that it is now with fucking YouTubers doing it. Yeah. Um. It had a really bad culture of like sports agents milking the boxers for like all of their money. Like to the point where they were paying like tens of thousands of dollars for a towel that the like sports agents were billing the boxers for. Like it was so shady and sleazy yeah. back then that I wonder if like some version of that ended up signing some rights away. And that wouldn't surprise me because it like it was like sleazy to the point where like the agents would make the fighters like broke, basically. So I wonder if that it like I wonder if it's something like that. Maybe. But uh, does it say how they're doing this without I don't know, that's the thing. Like in like I guess can you can do this without someone's permission i'm just trying to read that article because now i'm really curious about that part well it says in the article that he's doing another kind of actual yeah like he's he's doing one that he's actually authorizing which is super interesting to say the least yeah i don't think it touches on like and yeah, I wonder if it's just like the, that weird thing of like, because you're a public like figure, like sports figure, like, do you need to even be involved to do a story about it? Right. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Guess we'll just have to see how this all plays out. Yeah. But, I mean, nonetheless, I'm... Like, it sucks. Like, I totally get where he's coming from, that they're just doing this without his permission and not paying him any. Like, that... That's shitty. But I also really want to see this. Yeah. Which, that totally probably makes me sound like a double-edged sword, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then... This was a long time ago, but we talked about Keanu Reeves making a comic book. And I think at the time, we both hoped that it would turn into... Like a movie or a TV show. Yes. And as it turns out, Netflix is going to do both. Yeah, which is amazing. Because not only are they doing both, but he's actually going to star in the live action film. Yep. This is cool. And because they're Netflix, they're fucking adding another anime. Yeah, I don't know if I'll watch the anime. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big into anime, but... Uh, a, a live Keanu. action one with Keanu Reeves in it. Yep, I'm there. Yep. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is cool. Like, fucking Keanu Reeves decided to make a comic and then spin it into a fucking movie and TV show. Yeah, right on. And this tells the story of an immortal warrior's eighty thousand year fight, and he's half mortal, half god. That sounds cool. Yeah, very much excited for this. But I'd sign me up for anything Keanu Reeves does nowadays. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much a given. He's kind of the internet's love child. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is uh, this is cool. I, like, yeah, sign me up for this. Yeah, and then it seems that uh, we're getting a Zatanna movie? Yeah. In the DC universe, which I'm not going to lie. Uh, prior to reading this article, never heard of her. I've, I always really liked her in the comics. She has some cool storylines and stuff. So she's kind of like usually in the mix of like her and Constantine are in a lot of stuff together. Oh, okay. Like they kind of uh, create, it's like a dark Justice League with like those two and like the Swamp Thing and a few other people. And... Interesting. Yeah. I watched Smallville. I don't remember Zatanna being in Smallville. I want to say it was super limited. Three seasons. Okay. Maybe it's just been a really long time since I've seen Smallville because I don't remember her for three seasons. Three seasons. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Wow. It's been yeah. a long time since I've watched Smallville. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. So I'd. I don't know if I'm excited about this or not. I mean, I, I kind of am like, I think with more information, I will get more excited about it. But like, I, I like that character in the comic books. So, and they're doing like the Constantine stuff, you know, with HBO max. So I wonder if like they tie this into that. Let's be fucking real. They're not tying shit into shit. Yeah, probably. But I mean, it would be cool, but yeah, it, it would be cool if they like started to kind of maybe tie some of these things together in HBO max. But yeah, like you said, I, 
they don't have a good track record of that. So, but I I'm really happy that like HBO Max is kind of like starting to get a bunch more like mini DC stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of opens up the door to kind of have some of these kind of like side off characters that like maybe people haven't heard of, you know, kind of getting nice little stories, right? Yeah. Like that kind of gives me hope that like more kind of offbeat side like DC characters can get shows, right? You know, as I think there's a lot of potential in that, right? Like here's a character that isn't as well known and therefore you can give people quite a bit of freedom to make something, right? Yeah. You know, I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah. Guess we'll see how that one plays out. Yeah. And then in some sad news. So John Wick 4 and 5 will not be written by the guy that has helmed the franchise thus far. Yeah, which is weird. I don't don't know what they're thinking with this. Yeah, and especially, like, like, it's not his choice. Yeah, like, it's different if he goes, like, hey, I had a good run, you guys can carry on, but I, I want to focus on other shit. Mm-hmm. They literally just decided to carry on without him. Yeah, like, he kind of quotes in here, he says, at a certain stage of the studio, we'll tell you your creation has graduated, and we wish you well. <laughs> and it's like, that's a polite way of saying get fucked. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm gonna watch those John Wick movies, but like, why? Like, what is the fucking, what is the fucking rationale for this? I don't know, especially because like he created this world. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'm still gonna watch them, and I'm still excited for them. But I'm there's, there's gonna be that like little thought in the back of my head, that little thought of, of concern. Where it's like, are they going to fucking take this in a completely different direction? Or are they going to take it too far and start doing some incredibly stupid shit? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like he talks a little bit about it here. And like he kind of says like a lot of people were credited on the third one. And he kind of says like they didn't have to bring me back and they aren't. And like he kind of says that he's just kind of thankful he was able to do what he was able to do with it. Yeah, it seems but, like he's being incredibly like mature about this and yeah. like wishing the franchise luck and stuff, but it, it yeah. just seems odd to me. Yeah, like I I don't know what the fucking rationale for the studio uh, like I yeah, I I don't know. This is so weird. This is so weird. It's it's very odd, yes. Like yeah. I mean, there's never just one writer on a movie, so hopefully some of the people that helped with the writing on the other movies like know enough about it to kind of keep it as what it is, right? But fingers crossed. Yeah, this is just it's such such weird news, especially cuz like that franchise has done nothing but grow in popularity, so like you think you would want to keep the people that have grown it with it, right? Not just say, yeah, no, we're not going to bring you back. One would think, but I, I'm done trying to figure out why Hollywood does some of the things that they do. Yeah, he even says that in the quote where he's kind of like, if this was 20 years ago, I'd probably be a little more upset. But he says, like, looking how Hollywood works now, he goes, 
It is what it is. <laughs> it's like even he acknowledges that it's just a bunch of horseshit in Hollywood. Yeah. Which it's a fucked up industry. Yeah. It's just another one of those scenarios where it's like, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see John Wick before we can reserve judgment on whether they made a mistake here or not. Oh, yeah, like this just reminds me of that meme where it's like everyone in the boardroom and it's like the one guy's like, what if we just kept the guy on and then he just gets tossed Throw out a window? The window? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right. Uh, yeah. Well, on the lighter side of things, we're finally yeah. getting a fucking release date for Black Widow and they're doing what they should have done from the fucking beginning and putting it out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, day and date. It's, uh... I bet this is a test for them because by all accounts and this, who knows what, if it'll actually happen, but most of the reports are saying that like all the movie theaters are going to be open up in the summer and people are going to be able to go. So I wonder if they're taking this as like a test to see how much of a hit they lose on the box office. if They do day and date. It almost feels like a, a stacked test. Yeah. If you ask me, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, to have a July release where they release it in theaters and on Disney+, Plus, I, I get that people are projecting summer is going to be fine. Yep. But I, I still don't think we'll be back full bore. No. So, like, I, I feel like once everyone's, you know, like, vaccinated and the pandy's kind of like a thing of the past and, like, no people aren't worried about COVID and, like, we're back to a full... 100% economy in all regards, that would be a true fucking test. Yeah. But July is going to be like where they're projecting. We're going to be kind of like over this pandemic and things should start to get back to normal, but I don't think we'll be completely 100% no. back to normal by then. So like I, I, I get where this is kind of like a litmus test, but yep. I don't think it's a, an accurate litmus test. No, but I think at the same time too, like, if you want to test out what the hit is, you know, in your theater earnings, you're not going to push Black Widow to the next tentpole season, right? So it's like, that's the other part of it is like, if you want to compare it, to, like, in your tentpole summer season where the most people are going to go to the movies, right? You know, you're not going to, you probably don't want to wait and do that test another year out, right? Yeah. So, but that's, yeah, that's what this seems like is like, okay, well, Day and date, argue their their next biggest Marvel movie, right? And see, you know, how much how much of a hit, if any, do we get on the box office versus people just paying at home? Well, and it's a safe one to do a test with because it's been sitting in limbo for quite some time. Yeah. So, like, I mean, shouldn't keep pushing it back, right? Like, they've already paid for it. Like, got to start making some return on their investment. But it's also not, as far as I'm aware, critical to their Marvel, their next like Marvel phase, right? No, because it's kind of like an, I don't know when this takes place, but I mean, anything that happens in this movie has no effect on anything else because, I mean, she's dead, right? Yeah, it's not like they're going to do Doctor Strange or, yeah. you know, any of those those newer like phase whatever phase they're on right now right so yeah it kind of just seems like here's a standalone black widow story right um so yeah and th they also did another test with this too which is it was a animated one 
they did Raya and the Last Dragon, which I know is in theaters right now. And I know a lot of theaters in the States are opened up. So, like, I wonder if, like, that may be... And I remember reading articles where, like, the theaters that were open in the States were, like, sold out when they opened. And I wonder if, like, when they did this animated movie, they didn't really see much of a fucking hit on box office. And I wonder if, like, this is quietly showing them, like, hey, if we day and date it, we actually don't really lose anything and just make more money at home. Which yeah. is what we have... I think anytime we've talked about this, like that's what we say is like you're probably not going to lose anything, and you're probably just going to gain because people that want to stay home will pay the money, and they weren't going to go to the theater anyway, right? Yeah, I I only see it as a win. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I'm happy that we're starting to get more of this, and I hope that it's successful enough that everyone just starts doing it because. I mean, shit, we've been preaching about this forever. That's just like day and date everything. Like, it's I I still maintain my argument that that's the that's the future of successful movies. Essentially, yeah. and I think it is, and I think it's just the studios are slowly realizing that that is it, and they're not going to lose money. No, so, I I would argue if anything, they're going to gain because yep, we're in it, a different time now. Like, I mean. Things were a little bit different when you didn't want, like when you waited to release stuff, like back when Blu-rays and DVDs and rentals were a thing. But yep. I mean, we're in an age of, you know, when it hits the Blu-ray releases, that's when it goes to Netflix and people just watch it there, right? Yeah, you know, so it's, yeah, and yeah. You'll, you'll definitely bring in more cash from people who want to see it now, as opposed to people who wait three or four months for it to hit yep. Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a win-win all around cuz and I mean there's tons of movies that like you're talking to two guys that go to the theater way more than anyone. You know, but there is also tons of movies where I'm like, I, I maybe don't want to pay to see that in the theater, but if it was a day and date at home, yeah, I might check it out there, right? Yeah. Like you no, absolutely. You wouldn't have got my box office ticket, but if I'm at home on a Friday night, yeah, I might check it out for 10 bucks. Well, I mean, sometimes you just don't feel like going out yeah putting on regular people clothes going out in public driving to the movie theater standing in line for your soda and popcorn yeah sitting you're, next to a hundred other people right yeah you're lying at the couch at home and you see something on the vod and you go i might not have watched that and gone to the theater and you know seeked out this movie but it's sitting there on vod for 10 bucks i'll check it out what the yeah. hell right you know it's yeah mm-hmm but studios just are always slow to change. Hopefully they get their shit together here soon. Hopefully. And then we got uh, the Netflix Witcher show that had a shit ton of cast. Yes, quite a few. Like seven. And just trying to see here. So it looks like they nabbed some people from that Bridgerton show, which... I, I have no idea what that show is. Yeah, can't say that I'm familiar at all. Like it's someone from Devs. Such a great show. Yeah, Devs was good. They got some dude from The Hobbit. They got someone from Downton Abbey. Hell yeah. But yeah, they're starting to fill out um, 
So anyone that's played the, I guess, like games, they're kind of starting to add some of those people. Because I think the first season followed uh, some of the books. And then I think now they're getting into later books and parts of the games. I could be wrong on that, but... but yeah, they're starting. That I, that I'm not sure about. Yeah, but they're starting to add, like, characters that, like, I never read the books, and I never played the first two Witcher games. I played the third one. And a bunch of the characters they're saying are cast are, like, people that I recognize from that game, which makes me all the more happy because they're people that I have seen in the games, right? Mm-hmm. So they're adding, like, like three or four people, um, which is awesome because it's just kind of that much more like being a fan of that game and then now seeing more of those characters like on the screen is cool. So, yeah. yeah I should be good. Super on board with this. I'm real excited for that second season. So I still haven't watched the first. Fair enough. But I'm hopeful for everyone. I've heard good things. Yes, it is a very well done show. Henry Cavill is great. I think Henry Cavill is just a great guy all around. Yeah. I think you're right. Stuff that I'm excited for, though. American Horror Story's Ryan Murphy doing a Jeffrey Dahmer movie on Netflix with Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Uh, Sign me up. Like, you don't have to tell me anymore. Yeah, no, I love these, like, like the one they did with Zac Efron. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. And I like Evan Peters, and I love everything that Ryan Murphy's done so far. And the fact that they have a relationship already on American Horror Story, like, I'm just, I'm all in. Yep. And then you're throwing it on Netflix, like, done and fucking done. Say no more. Yep. Yeah, like, I I don't even need to see a trailer for this. Like, 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 I know what Ryan Murphy does. I, I know what he Evan Peters does, and it's a serial killer show on Netflix. That that's the easiest click of my life right there. Yeah, like if you're a fan of the stuff like we are, like that's this is such an easy sell, right? So it's yeah, this is this is awesome, man. Fucking does Ryan Murphy sleep or does he just work? Because it seems know. like he has so many projects on the go all the time, right? Like he also headlines the American Crime Story stuff, right? Yeah, you know. So like, God, that guy must just be insanely busy. It seems like he's doing so much. Yeah, but they say if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And that is true. And some other cool like stuff here, like they've got some people from Mindhunter involved in the show as well. Which that's even more of an added win. Yeah. Because that show was fucking amazing. So good. You know. So. Yeah. This is rad as fuck. Yep. 100% into this. And then. In video game movie news. They're making a sniper elite movie. Yeah, not into this. With the guy who directed Rampage in San Andreas? Yep, super not into this. As someone who liked Rampage in San Andreas quite a bit, I don't know about this. 
as someone who saw the trailers for San Andreas and Rampage, who likes The Rock and skipped on both of those movies because they look like a pile of hot garbage, I am very not into this. And I actually played some of the Sniper Elite games and I enjoyed them. Yeah. But at no point was I ever like, man, I really need to see a fucking movie about this. Yeah. Not even a little bit. This is the shit that ruins yep. video games being turned into fucking films or limited series and the like. Yeah, I I would say I would have to agree. Like this no. Because this is no. just this is just gonna end up being a fucking basic bitch action movie that's branded as a video game movie, right? Like that's all that that's all this is gonna be. Yeah, it's, just, I it's gonna be one guy sniping a bunch of people. Like that, like that game is not a story-driven game. No, like the whole reason I played it was to get like really sweet sniper shots and like to see where the bullet hit and you know it shatter inside and what bones you were hitting. Like those were the mechanics that I was like, this is sweet. But at no point did I give a fuck about the story of that game. No, and, and like, and I, I maybe I'm in like a, a small group of people who feel that way. Maybe the vast majority are like, yeah, this actually could be really good. I don't know. I don't see it though. No, and, and like, I see this doing more damage than good to the whole getting good games made into movies. Yeah, and like reading down the story, they say like maybe the plot is going to be like two snipers kind of like trying to kill each other. And it's like when I hear that, I'm like, that just sounds like a really bad version of that good movie that did that. Um, what movie is that? I had Rachel Wise. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Is it the one where like the whole movie is just like set in one location and they're sniping at each other? No, they actually move across. I'm going to pull it up because now, uh, what is it? It's actually, it's actually just a really good movie um but it's basically that same premise oh god what is it i don't know the only one that comes to mind for me is i think it was called the wall where they get like cornered by a sniper and he's kind of like taunting them with the radio and stuff and he's trying to figure out how to get an angle on this sniper where he's coming from to take out that sniper before that sniper takes out them uh that one sounds familiar the one i'm thinking about i'm pretty sure it's called the wall because the whole thing was like set like they were hiding behind like a fucking rubble wall. Oh. That's the one I'm thinking about because I don't even see it under IMDb. Because I know once I see the title, I'll be like, oh, that's what it is. Enemy at the Gates. That's oh, it. Oh, yes. With um, Jude Law and Ed Harris. And that it was actually like a really good like kind of war movie-ish kind of thing. With basically that same premise. But I don't think the guy who directed San Andreas and Rampage is going to make a character-driven movie like that. <laughs> I could be wrong in that. But... Yeah, and the one I'm thinking of is definitely The Wall, and it's Aaron Taylor Johnson and John Cena. Oh. That doesn't sound good at all. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> it's... I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably better than the Sniper Elite movie. Uh, Yeah, it definitely would have been better than whatever the Sniper Elite is going to turn out to be. Yeah. And it's weird, too, like, because it's... I like, when I think on the video game side, like, that's not the most popular video game either, right? 
No. So it's like if you're going to adapt something, don't you kind of want to hit like one of the popular ones, right? I <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't it, know why they're doing this. Fucking Hollywood running out of ideas, man. I don't yeah. know who decided that this is going to be a fucking smart play. I don't yeah. Know. We'll see how it comes out. Maybe they like rope in some like really solid people and it spins around. I have serious doubts, but yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What I am excited for is Pierce Brosnan going into Black Adam as Dr. Fate. Yeah, this is rad as fuck. I fucking love Pierce Brosnan. Who doesn't? He's amazing. So like this, I'm this I'm I'm excited about. Yeah, this is really cool. And uh, yeah. I, this is this is cool. I am I'm glad this is happening. Yeah, I mean, there's not, not a whole lot to to really comment on this, but I mean, I think that I think it's a smart play. I think it's going to be a great addition to a film that I'm already super excited about. Yeah, and like it seems like reading this, um, like the Doctor Fate character is like a founding member of the Justice Society of America, which I think is like a different justice league kind of group yeah so maybe this is their way of like taking the black adam stuff and like building up to a justice society movie or something if there's a justice society of america and it's got pierce brosnan in it then i'm already into that too yeah so yeah i'm all right with this seems like this is one of the decent dc moves that they're making Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah not, not too much to this, but yeah, exciting nonetheless. Yeah, it should be good. And then we got David Duchovny going back to Showtime for a TV show. And unfortunately, it's not more Californication. Oh, God, that's something they need to bring back. But apparently he uh, he, he wrote a novel. And he's doing the show that's going to adapt it. And star in it. Yeah. And what a weird fucking novel premise this is, too. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not a big book reader. Like, I honestly, full disclosure, didn't even know that he wrote a book. Me neither. But it, the premise is it's a former Hollywood stuntman who becomes a Mormon and lives in the desert outside Joshua Tree with three wives and ten children. Yep, and then an ambitious real estate developer stumbles upon their land, hoping to make a profit, and a deadly chain of events happen. Yeah, so I, I, I'm mixed. I'm so mixed <laughs> on that premise. I don't even. Yep. I don't even know. But I, yeah. I, I also a massive fan of David Duchovny. Yep. And since his role as Hank Moody on Californication. I will gladly give anything that he decides to do a fair shake. Yeah. Yep. Me too. But yeah, that is that that tagline sounds like this is going to be the worst show I've ever seen or it's going to strangely be this weird thing that is awesome. Yeah, I it definitely could go either way. I'm hoping that it turns out to be like a smash hit, but yeah. I mean that yeah that that's a premise and I 
there, there's a TV show in there. But yeah, I didn't know he wrote a book. I didn't no. know it was a book with that tagline. Like, that's kind of crazy. I guess all those years of playing a writer, maybe because like I always thought it was kind of interesting that Californication, he played a writer who was basically a sex addict. Yeah. And in real life, he was a sex addict. So maybe he's actually been a writer like all of his life and we just have no idea. Yeah. Maybe Californication and the character of Hank Moody was like more so based on him than we even realized. That very well could be, and that could be why he was so good in it. Mm-hmm. It's because he was basically just living his best sex addict writer life. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Crazy. Huh. Now I just want them to bring back Californication again. Mm, yeah. Or give me a movie. Yeah. Give, me, give the, me a Californication movie. Give the entourage treatment. Yeah. And give me another entourage movie. And while you guys are all at it in Hollywood, Give me the fucking community movie we've all been waiting for. Yeah. I don't know that that'll happen. I hope it does. I don't know, man. Like, Hawk seemed to be really hot after they did the table read. Yeah. But how do you get all of those people now on board with that? Well, all of they, they all had stuff on the go at the time when they did that table read because that wasn't that long ago. And all of them said that they would be happy to do it. And the biggest holdouts would be getting getting Donald Glover in there. And if Donald Glover says that he would do it, like, I don't know. You, one would think that that would fucking seal the deal right there. Yeah. And I mean, Glover's got that Amazon deal. Now he could bring it back through Amazon. Bring it to whoever. I don't care where you bring it. Just give me it. Yeah. It was supposed to be hashtag six seasons in a movie and I'm still waiting for the movie. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. More video game news. Yeah. They're going to make Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima? Tsushima? Tsushima. Yes. Oh, fuck me. I'm <laughs> butchered that, but they're going to turn that into a movie with the uh, with the guy who directed John Wick. Yeah. I actually think this is really cool because I played that game and it is a very like cinematic-y like, kind of action samurai adventure. Kind of fighting mongols and fighting a war mm-hmm. so it's it's very visual to begin with and you tack on the guy that did the john wick movies to direct it that means you're gonna get sick action and i mean a video game movie that's like a samurai epic that's a pretty easy sell right yeah you know like it's i i never played the game but heard good things yeah so it's i'm i think this will be all right i think this is a a smart choice this is definitely the type of stuff that you would want to convert into a movie to try and keep that gusto going that you can adapt games into a movie yeah it seems like sony is kind of the one that's trying to push for actual stuff right because they got the last of us they got tom holland's uncharted right yeah, they got Resident Evil. Yeah, they got Crossfire. Well, Resident Evil is Capcom. Yeah, but, but they Sony's, also, Sony's distributing, right? But they also have Twisted Metal too, right? Like that oh, TV yeah. show. 
So it's like, they seem like the ones that are like, hey, we can actually make hopefully decent stuff out of it, right? You know, which makes sense. Like, Uncharted lends itself very much to movie format, right? Oh, for sure. And, you know, versus The Last of Us very much lends itself to, here's 10 episodes. So they kind of seem to understand where the mediums are that they should put stuff. And, oh, like, from what I played at Ghost of Tsushima, that seems like a movie property right so it's yeah there's a lot of uh games turn movies coming out some that i don't think are that exciting and i'm not sure why yeah but like looking at this list here of some of the stuff that's coming out like mortal Kombat, obviously pumped for that yep resident evil is going to be good mm -hmm. uncharted although people are uncertain about tom holland i think it's still going to be good yeah beyond good and evil i'm actually excited for yeah. Borderlands, I mean, we'll see how that plays out, but interesting nonetheless. But then again, you look at Borderlands and that cast is fucking ridiculous, so... It is, yeah. But There's like, gotta be something to that one. Hopefully. And like, The Division, I think The Division's gonna be good. Right, with uh, Chastain and Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm interested to see Firewatch. I don't know if you ever played that game, but that game definitely lends itself to be an interesting movie. I did not play that game, no. It it's a it's a nice little you remember what was the other one I told you to play that was really good that was story driven. Oh, Life is Strange? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's it's dev it's done different. It's it but it's very similar. Okay. Like it's it's story driven and it's a it's a short play but it it has an intriguing plot that as you play it out like it's it was it was very good. And I'm I'm curious to see how Just Cause comes out cuz I mean those games are enjoyable. Yeah, I think those are those will fall into the category of like, here's a d kind of big ass dumb action video game movie, mm -hmm. right? But yeah, I think like you tossing that list out, like I think we're we are primed to get into the era of getting rid of bad video game adaptations and moving into good adaptations and showing people that like, hey, you can do this and you can do it right and you can do it good. I mean, we'll see when all this shit comes out, but... Yeah, well, there's definitely some on here, like, I don't care about a Mega Man movie. I don't know how you make a movie out of Just Dance. What? Yeah, you didn't see that? They're doing a Just Dance movie. Uh... They're doing an untitled Call of Duty film, which I don't know. If they're following, like, any of the Call of Duty game storylines, that might not be bad. But if they're just going to do a fucking war movie... And then call it Call of Duty. I don't know if I'm on board with that. That's probably exactly what they're going to do. I hope not, but who knows? I, yeah. I don't know what Crossfire is, I'll be honest. Carmen Sandiego, I don't I don't know how I feel about that one either. No. Five Nights at Freddy's. That's one I'm, I'm genuinely curious about that. Uh, I mean, I would be on board with that one if it was done by Bloomhouse and kind of given this weird like Bloomhouse treatment where it was like kind of a campy like that room or what was that uh movie you watched the escape room like if they oh, kind of yeah. do it like that mm -hmm. i think it'd be all right but i think i would only be on board with a five nights at freddy's movie if it's done by Plumhouse. well they don't have a distributor yet so who knows yeah anyway yeah i'm i'm hopeful that they're and i'm hoping that this lends itself to go back and do some of the ones that they've already done and do them right. Yeah. Like, 
like please someone do silent hill right i didn't yeah. mind the first one i didn't care for the second one but with the like where we are with what we can do with yep. cgi and all that other stuff and costume design and the technology we have like you could do a really good silent hill movie oh yeah yeah i'd I, also like them to to redo doom yeah like i think if studios and video game companies start to see that you can do these really well it's exciting because you can like you said get some stuff that gets the treatment good now but i think it also lends it to like other video game companies saying like hey we can turn this property into a movie and maybe do it right because there's so much that is ripe for that treatment right mm-hmm. you know like think of the mass effect games like you could make a a very compelling space opera trilogy like movie trilogy out of that series and do it awesome right yeah you know and there's so many other video game properties that you could do you know think of like uh on playstation side like the most recent god of war game you could do like a north mythology kind of game like that into a tv show that would be fucking rad as shit yeah there's there's definitely potential there so hopefully we get more of the good ones and not the shitty ones and we continue to explore this avenue my uh my dream for a sony movie adaption i don't know if you've ever played this game but it's until dawn no it's so it's a choose your own adventure horror game on playstation and they cast real actors for it so rami malik is in it and he plays Mm. himself and he voices himself that girl that was in heroes is in it and plays herself and it's hayden pantier yes so they got all these people for this horror game and it is like a choose your own adventure with like choices and characters die and stuff. And it's this super campy, like eighties horror game with all these people in it. And then you kind of make your choices and play through it. And it's like, it's a fun as fuck game. Like it's a, it's amazing game to play, but like my dream would be that Sony would make that movie as like a campy horror and actually bring back like Rami Malek and all of that for it. That would be amazing. I don't think they ever will, but oh, that'd definitely be interesting. That would be uh that would be really cool. And then in our last piece of news, Disney Plus is going to do a National Treasure TV series. <sighs> I'm 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 on the fence. I mean, yeah. I I I, I thoroughly enjoyed the national treasure movies yeah, me too and i want nothing more than to get another national treasure movie yep. with nicholas cage the idea of it turning into a disney plus series i'm on board with but i would l- i would have loved if it carried on with yeah those guys yeah because they're kind of doing like a reimagining of it which yeah which it could be good but i i don't know yeah They even say here that it's like kind of based on like a 20 something and they're going to do an even more of a family friendly version, which makes me think that this is just going to kind of be like a very kind of dumbed down, like teen drama version of it. Yeah, it's one of those things going to have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were making another one, another movie with Nicolas Cage. Am I wrong I, in that? I thought I, I thought, remember... that, I thought we talked about that. I thought we were getting one more, at least one more National Treasure movie. 
Yeah, I thought we were too. But maybe I'm just straight tripping. Okay, I could have swore to... we talked about it though. I need to check now. Okay, so it seems like there's some rumors that he's going to return for a fourth one. I'd be I'd be completely on board with that. Yeah, so maybe that's when we talked about it is like, hey, the rumor mill was spooling up. So, yeah, I'm more on board with that than this TV show, but eh, I'll give it a fair shot. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll definitely give it a go. Yep. Not going to shut her down right off the hop. Nope. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's all the news. Mm -hmm. And then, so we both watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I've only watched the first one. Okay. I haven't seen the second episode yet. Okay. But I'm hopeful. It looks like it's going to be good. What did you think of the first episode? I enjoyed it. I mean, it was definitely like slow. Kind of like WandaVision, but I mean, yeah. I get it because they're kind of trying to build this, this like side world. Mm -hmm. So not too judgmental, but it like the production value is you'd oh, be yeah. hard, hard pressed to tell it wasn't a Marvel movie, right? Like they definitely put the money behind this. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm into the premise so far. Yeah. Right. With the new Captain America being announced because Falcon doesn't want to take it on yet. Yeah, and I'm. I watched the second episode too, and it seems like they are very much going to lean into like maybe some conflict with like this new Captain America, right? And I mean, they've shown in the trailers that Sam is rocking that shield, so I think it's a matter of time before he gets it back. But, but yeah, I mean, that's well, he donates it in the first episode. Yeah, but and I'm then talking they give like, it to the new captain. Right, but I'm talking like in the trailers, like there's a oh, bunch of, yeah. right? like you see in the trailers that he has it. So it's like, I'm curious how he ends up getting it back, I guess. Well, again, I ended up seeing, I don't know if it was a YouTube video or an article where they talk that this storyline is, you know, pretty much right out of the comics where they have a Captain America and he comes in and he turns out to be not the Captain America that like everyone wants, right. kind of like plays by his own rules and can be kind of a dick. And he ends up stepping down from Captain America and becomes, oh, I can't remember what the character's name is. Oh, like some other Captain yeah. America-esque dude? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was, it, it's something like the name is very similar to Captain America, but it's not Captain America. Captain not as America? Yeah, I, I can't remember. <laughs> I Wish I would have paid more attention to that video I was watching. But yeah, I was like, oh, if that's how that plays out, this could definitely be interesting. Uh, uh, watching the second episode, like, I could maybe see that. Because, like, this isn't really spoilers, but they kind of play the new guy up as kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew. So I wonder if that, that almost seems like where they're going to go, where it's like, hey, there's kind of this competing thing for Captain America. And then we're also fighting other super soldiers kind of thing. I could see that. That that seems like a logical way to go. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Like, so I mean, I'm you're two in, I'm one in, but I'm yeah, I'm into this. It's solid so far. It's like I think it is. 
you nailed it with the same quality it's like a movie which i think was the same with wandavision right like they're not skimping out because it's a tv show right yeah so and it's and i i quite enjoyed the first two episodes and i think people that maybe want some more action-packed marvel stuff like you're gonna get more of that in this right so because there's definitely more action pieces right so but yeah so far it's solid i'm uh i'm digging it not not as much as wandavision but but i think that's just because i liked wandavision a lot but but yeah it's solid yeah i'm i'm totally into it so far yeah and then I checked out a video game movie called Monster Hunter. Yeah, how was that? That is not the movie that is going to make video game movies good. No? <laughs> no, it was uh, it was real bad, actually. Real bad. And that's the one with uh, Mia, Mia jo- Mila Jovovich, right? Yep. Yeah. And Ron Perlman is in it, too. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer and going, I don't know if that's for me. Yeah, it's uh, I wanted a nice dumbass Friday action movie, and it was sure dumb. That's for sure. I, like it had some all right action set pieces, but like it, it was not good. No, and like I never played those games, but from what I've heard, the people that have also do not like this movie. So, yeah, I can't say I played the games either. So I don't. I don't have anything to compare or anything to comment on on either regard, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, like it's typical like dumbass action movie. the The plot and the character development is you know held together by threads. You know, it, there's some very weak reasoning for what's happening, and it they kind of just need to write it to get into a bunch of big battles with big monsters. Mm. And then the ending is also real dumb. Where they literally do that stupid thing where they end it like with a scene that directly would be the opening of a sequel. And they do that, but I don't think the movie's going to get a sequel. It's not good, and I don't think it made any money. So, Fair like, enough. they ended it as like, we're going to run towards this bigger, badder monster, which would be the setup for the next movie, but I don't think there's going to be a next movie because it was real bad. All right, so pass on that one. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch Monster Hunter. It wasn't on the top of any of my list. It wasn't even registered on any of my list, to be completely honest. But now I know if my curiosity ever gets peaked to uh, just shove it back into a hole. Yep. Yep. Wipe it from your memory. Already wiped. <laughs> But I see you watched the South Park special, the vaccination one. Yes, you as well. He did. It was good, but it was not as good as the uh, the pandemic one, in my opinion. Oh, see, I that was the upset. I like this one more than that one. Really? Yeah, I thought this one was good. Maybe that's because I went in with a different mentality. But I I actually quite like this one. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought it was, I definitely thought it was hilarious. And I love they, how they draw like the parallels to what's going on in the world and right. poke fun at all this stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. There, there was lots of laughs in there, but there was never like, I didn't get any like over the top shocking laughs like I did with the pandemic special. Okay. Fair enough. 
and like I, I would like agree that like I did like there wasn't parts in this one that like had me like really over the top laughing, but I didn't. I also didn't have those parts in the other special either. So, and see that one scene where the police are like, "We're back," and oh, it starts playing yeah. "Kickstart My Heart," and they go through and they just start like murdering civilians on the streets. Okay, so that part yeah, definitely had me going, but uh, yeah, that set me off. And there hmm. wasn't any of those type moments in this one. Like I, not like again, I yeah. fucking love South Park. Yeah, and I think it's one of the most brilliant television series to ever come out yeah but if i was to compare this one to their last special i thought the last special was better not to take away anything from this one it was still absolutely hilarious start to finish i laughed and i thought it was fantastic yeah one of my complaints is like there was barely any randy marsh he was just like in it at the end yeah i also thought that was a little disappointing because I was like kind of really hoping like because there was uh, based on what it is like there was so many like plot threads that you could have had him in doing wacky shit right oh and maybe this because they he had such a prominent role in the last special they decided to focus on the kids again maybe yeah that could be it but yeah like yeah like it was good it was a nice special but uh, this watching the special and it like not it had like giving me all the laughs <clears throat> That I've gotten previously to South Park, like it kind of just makes me want the new season even more. Right? Yeah, I really wish they would get on that. Have they announced like there are? They are doing another season, but I don't think they've got an official, not even, not even a rough time estimate of when the new season's coming. Weird. It is weird because especially with like. I don't know. I feel like there's so many missed opportunities with like the election and Biden coming in and yeah. the storming of the Capitol and like seasons past. They usually do half the season pre New Year and then the other half, you know, into the new year. Yeah. So they can like cover stuff like that. So it was kind of, I mean, granted the pandemic and stuff. So they're probably taking it serious and things are on hold and getting reshuffled. But yeah, I feel like those are some prime opportunities for some pure gold episodes that unfortunately just didn't happen. Yeah, and I mean they'll probably touch on all that shit in the new season, I would think. Hopefully, yeah, because there is, like you said, definitely some some prime fucking material for South Park to shit on. So yeah, but but yeah, like I I think I agree. Like it was a solid special, but it wasn't like over the top great right yeah so it's yeah still enjoyable though i mean i highly recommend people see it yeah if you like south park you're gonna like it probably right absolutely so it's like yeah 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 that's really all i saw this week yeah that's really all i have okay well i guess on that note we'll end it there sounds good and i'll see you on the next one later